This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Welcome back to your tech report. Welcome back indeed. Don't forget to check out Squarespace. Mitchell, unlock your creative potential with Squarespace. Build a stunning website that reflects your unique style and brand. Use the promo code YTR for a 10% discount on your subscription. Okay. You know what? I will just because you told me to. I'm going to do that. You should do that. You should I'm do gonna that. I'm going to do it. Thank you, Squarespace. Yeah. Do it right now, please. Yep. I dare you. All right. Don't bother me. Go into Squarespace, Squarespace <laughs> right now. Leave me alone. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, my God. How are you feeling? Everything good? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling really good. Uh, it's 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 finally hot. It was not hot for a long time. I'm sort of summer's enjoying a little bit here, of the right? summer. Huh? Summer's almost here. Like it feels like summer's here now. Oh, it's it's here. It's you know close to 95 here the other day. So it's it's more than here. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm I find myself. Isn't it funny how we don't really need the news or we don't need uh, events to sort of tell us? We have like an inner an inner metric, an inner sort of sensor when it comes to technology. You, your body feels when it's time for releases throughout the year. And you know what I'm actually looking forward to right now? Tell me. The MetaQuest 3. I'm very excited to okay. see what the MetaQuest 3 does for me. See what I did there? Oh, look at that. Uh, I know the price has gone up. I know people are used to it being in the $299 to $399 range, depending on the type of storage that you had internally. Yeah. But mm-hmm. And we know the new Quest 3 is starting at $499. Now, luckily for them, lucky for Meta, because Apple you know, priced their headset at $3,500, <laughs> They can come in at four ninety nine. People go, hey, that's a that's bargain. Cheap. That's a bargain. So yeah. you know, I mean, if you're used to the two ninety nine to three ninety nine price, but I'm not trying to minimize. Yes, it is more expensive, and that is going to be for the base version of the nest of the quest of the new Quest three that is yet to be officially you know given a, a release date. But um, I think even at four ninety nine as a base price, it's going to be wonderful if what I'm hearing is correct. If we're getting better performance and better resolution from a product that I already liked the performance and was happy with the resolution of. Uh, I don't know. They can't take my money quickly enough. Are you going to grab one as well? Oh, of course. I'm really curious to see because they did announce it with minimal details right before Apple's yes, yes, uh, yes, yes, Vision yes. Pro. So I'm curious to see what the actual specs are and if they're going to take any of their learnings from what Apple released to try and improve upon or compare or compete against it. Because right. y- y- I mean, there's competition. This is, I mean, this is this is the space we're in. So they are competing against each other, regardless of price and features. So will they come out with something? Is there going to be a software innovation or some kind of hardware that's going to really compete with Apple? Well, the nice thing is, I, here's the whole thing. I don't think they need to compete with Apple. Meta was there first. Apple is not, as of right now, putting out a competing product. Price point alone makes this a non-competitive situation. So I don't think they have to worry about that. They're going to have people coming to them just because, first of all, they were the original right now. They're, they're, they're not right now. They are the original. And the price point is still inviting for people that want a headset that you know is actually affordable. Um, and you talk about the technology. There are two things that sort of caught my ear and eye simultaneously. Uh, and that is, number one, it's going to have a pan lens which I'm very excited about. And people don't, that don't know what a pan lens is, it's a flatter lens that allows for a shallower depth of the actual headset. So it's not going to be as, you know protruding from your head as much, which means yeah. it's going to balance more easily on your noggin. But more importantly for that pan lens, aside from the structural issues where you know they can design a thinner headset, it means you're no longer 
you no longer, if you ever used, you know, an, an AR or VR headset, Mark, and I know we both have for people out there that haven't, uh, there is a sweet spot where if you're not looking directly center at something, it starts to get fuzzy. There's a very small margin for error in terms of perfect clarity when you're looking at one of these headsets. As soon as your eyes sort of drift off, if you're not looking at something dead on, it gets a little bit fuzzy. With a pan lens, that does not happen. Because if you're looking at like a convex lens that's rounded like an eyeball, you know, you're going to have that that focal point's going to change. With a pan lens, you're going to get that pure, beautiful, non-fuzzy image wherever you're looking. And the other thing is a higher resolution. So with those two things, I'm super excited. I'm excited, too. I just want to see what it, what it brings to the table. Thank you. I'm curious. Do you use your Quest 2 often now? Do you find yourself using it? I, you know what? Not as often as not as often as I should. I do use it. I mean, I, I I love the experience, and I like seeing what new experiences people create for that environment. Even listen, even if you just use it as a home theater, and I, I know that sounds ridiculous. Even if you just use your MetaQuest as you know a home theater, it's brilliant. And honestly. For, for consumption of media, that's what I think Apple was really going for to set themselves apart, consuming media. Because right now, yes, as an extended way to view your desktop and interface with iOS and, you know, to an extent iPhone, you know, it's just, I, I think I think the, the Quest gives you a better reason to jump in, especially at this price, because you can do more. It's more for gaming right now. A lot, tons of developers have tons of experiences already, uh, you know, whether it's consuming media, doing learning stuff, gaming. I just think there's so much to do. And yes, I do jump on and game. I do jump on and, and watch some Prime or Netflix videos, watch some shows. Uh, I just like being in that world. It's a lot of fun. And it's something you can share with people of all ages that have never seen. I love giving the headset to someone that has never seen it before, that has never yeah. experienced VR, AR, and just watching that holy crap moment. Because to me, that the, talk about technology that gives you that holy cow or holy crap moment. There's nothing like AR or VR for someone that's never seen it to see to watch their to watch and experience it through them you know what i mean yeah to watch people just sit there in awe and walking around in the living room or sitting around like friends coming over experiencing this. i know you know it's I get, great i get that same feeling when friends come over and i try it on then yeah. i'm like oh you know i should use this more that's and exactly right then you feel guilty and shameful yeah, that you don't exactly. use this great piece of tech more often they, i know they just announced roblox i mean i don't know about your kids they're probably too old to play roblox yeah at this they're, point. they're not doing roblox but i have friends that do roblox so i shouldn't shame so they, people so they any just agent, announced yeah. coming to the quest so that's going to be an interesting addition to it which is is pretty cool and listen i'm as as you i'm excited for uh everything that is slated to come out over the next couple months it's going to be an interesting interesting year in tech i don't expect to see apple's vision pro plus whatever they call it um for at holiday least, of next year yeah maybe in u.s maybe i don't know if canada well we've gonna... already heard that you know there's already there are already production issues because the these these headphones this headphones this headset is made to such a specific specification that they don't, you know, you know, when they're, it's like when they're making chips, when they're making something on mass, when they're yeah. making any product on mass, they have to take out the ones that aren't perfect and throw them out. Usually there's, you know, there's a, there's a percentage of, you know, quality that that works. It doesn't work. Well, apparently it's very hard, much like a high end computer, you know, CPU. It's very hard to get the the perfect ones they're looking for in terms of quality. Uh, so they're, ha they're having to get rid of a lot. They're making a lot to get rid of a lot. So they still have a decent supply and it's just for, for product this expensive. It's going to be really hard. They're already saying that there are going to be delays in Europe with Canada, oh, yeah, yeah. us, not so much oh, yeah. at the beginning, but we're already hearing like 2025 for some countries. So, you know, we'll have to see, we'll have to see how it ends up working out. You know, uh, speaking of gaming, I wanted to get your opinion and feedback and see what yes. you think, because Recently, we found out that uh, it looks like Microsoft's acquisition of Blizzard, or Activision, sorry, 
um, is going to go through. Yes. After a long debate and FTC and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. What does that mean for for gamers at the end of the day? Forget about the industry. Obviously, there's significance there. But is it is it a good thing for gamers that there's this new blood there? I, I think so. I mean, listen, I'm I'm also talking, you know, I'm more of an expert. I have all the, as we both know, I have all the consoles and, you know, PS5, the Switch, you know, MetaQuest, uh, you have problems, Xbox Series yeah. X, yeah. Series yeah. S. So yeah, nice first world issues to have. So um, from an Xbox, if you're an Xbox person, this is a huge thing because you know you're going to have a lot more things coming to Game Pass that are going to be, you know, first day releases for free if you're already paying for the service. It's not going to be another game from another company that you're going to have to pay for. It will actually be there are going to be so many Activision Blizzard games that are already going to be on Game Pass. So that's a win for Game Pass. And I think that model is kind of a win for the industry in general. Um, I think I think people that are worried about a lot of games becoming exclusive to Xbox, that's something they shouldn't worry about. And I think there are going to be some games that are. Um, like Starfield from Bethesda, which, you know, Microsoft acquired years ago, uh, that's going to be exclusive to Xbox. But in general, the games that you're looking at, like all the, you know, Diablos of the world and Overwatch and, uh, you know, there's so many uh, Call of Duty, probably their biggest pro Activision's biggest yearly product. I don't think Microsoft can afford to just have those be Microsoft exclusives, because at the end of the day, in order to make money, you have to have products that are available to everyone. And if they're not available to everyone, if, if Call of Duty is not a product that's on every platform, you know, Microsoft isn't going to be making the money back that they invested to acquire Activision Blizzard. So I think there are going to be a lot of games that will be multi-platform. It's in their best interest to do that. For Xbox gamers, the win is going to be getting these games as part of Game Pass for free. For free, you're paying for the service, but for free, if you're paying for the service and we're also going to pay for the game, uh, that, that's going to be a win. So I think it's a win-win. I think the industry is going to get a ton of new, like you said, new blood, new games, um, and hopefully it'll be something, a driving force for the subscription model for gaming, which I think works out really well. The, the dollars work out so well. I mean, if you look at it, yeah. you know, for the price of two, like two games, you know, two games a year, you're getting all these games yeah. uh, that you can play a day one release is AAA title. So I think it's good for gaming. It's good for Xbox. Uh, I think it'll be good all around. OK, so now here's my follow up to that. And now, you know, behind the scenes, you guys, what you don't realize is that my son spends more time talking to Mitchell. I think he does about gaming than I <laughs> than I do. OK, when, when it comes to gaming, I'm a lot of nodding. <laughs> I nod. I understand certain things. When it starts to get into pinging and speeds and stuff like that, I can get involved, and I'm good there. I wowed him the other day when he suddenly was able to boost his download speed because I took the cap off of his network. Um, yeah. By the way, quick tip for you guys who have kids at home who <laughs> game and want to do things that they probably shouldn't do on a computer. Set up a separate network that's isolated so they can't screw up yours. Okay? He has his own network in my house. It's called Zachary. And he knows he only can connect to that. So that way, if he's downloading stuff and whatever, it will never infect my side of things. So I removed the cap and he's like, oh, wow, that's faster. What did you do? I'm like, oh, magic. It's all magic. Anyhow. Dad magic. Just like dad jokes, there's dad magic. So, yeah, go so, with that. So, Zach, you know, he's like me, likes gadgets and gizmos and, and, and all this fun stuff. And he wanted a Steam Deck. Not the Steam, uh, Steam Deck? No. The, the Steam. He wanted the Ally. Yeah. No, no. Hey, he wanted oh, the he, Steam. He wanted the, right, right, right. Um, and I ordered it and then I had some problems with the ordering. And then throughout that process, I think we managed to, I managed to convince him to spend more of my money and get the ally instead. <laughs> okay. So the Asus RNG yes. ally. Um, now you got one and you returned it. I did. Okay. 
I want to know why that was because okay. I'm curious because he's really, really enjoying it. It's a fabulous product. There's yeah. no, I didn't, I, let's put it this way. I did not return it because it wasn't great. Okay. Okay. I returned it because it wasn't great for me. And totally. I'll explain yeah. what I mean. So obviously it's an amazing piece of kit for people that don't know. Uh, the Asus uh, ROG ally is basically a handheld gaming PC. A handheld gaming PC you could fit in your pocket, albeit yep. large cargo pockets. Um, and, you know, I mean, we're talking about a beautiful 120 hertz refresh rate screen on a device that fits in your, you know, that fits in your hands. I mean, it's it's crazy. Custom Ryzen processor, uh, custom GPU. Um, it runs Windows 11, which means any PC game, not just talking about Steam games. You know, we're talking about any PC game will run on this thing. It is brilliant. Built in 512. I'm, I'm selling myself. I kind of want to go back and get it again. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, so if you're if you're a PC gamer, and actually, you know, we should you know tell people about our new thing that we're going to be doing on YouTube. We could say that tell it afterwards. Um, but if you're a PC gamer, this that must have their games with them wherever they are, and you've been waiting for a handheld PC that really does the platform justice. It is a no-brainer. Give them the money. Give give Asus your money because again, at six ninety nine for the more expensive version, yeah, that has a slightly higher processor and I think slightly more storage. Um, it's six ninety nine, and we're talking that you know it even you could even dock this and put an external GPU and it can be a high end home rig for you. It's it, your home PC. Yeah, no, it's if insane. you want your PC games with you all the time, it's definitely for you. Now let's go back to why why, why it wasn't for me. I was mostly excited about playing my Xbox games, which meant streaming the games which meant yes, okay. either cloud gaming or remote play cloud yeah. gaming meaning playing on their servers on the cloud remote gaming meaning playing over my home network or through my home network on my actual xbox streaming to my you know my uh my ally and for me the streaming technology as good as it is i can't really play because i like to play i'm a pretty good call of duty player i play with my nephew colin all the time and we play pretty well together and i i like i enjoy it and i enjoy being competitive in the game which means if there's any lag any sort of you know first person shooter competitive game like that is if you're playing if you're streaming it it just is not quite there yet not a fault of the the device itself yeah. it's not a fault of the of the of the ally the ally is brilliant it's a technology of streaming games there's a slight delay even when you're playing games like diablo which i love playing so for me the excitement of streaming my xbox games on this handheld this beautiful handheld it wasn't quite there for me and i wasn't really buying it for the pc gaming and again even if you're streaming your pc games you're still going to have that slight delay again that's a limitation of the streaming technology not of the device itself so if you're going to download games directly to the storage on your rogue on your rogue or your on your rog ally and play them in real time there's no delay it's brilliant refresh rate brilliant yeah. it's great if you're thinking about streaming games to a handheld it could still work for you. Just know you're going to deal with the limitations of the technology. Again, not of the device itself, which is brilliant. Love it. That's why. Is that a great why, answer? That's why. That's what I wanted to know, Mitchell. There you go. Yeah. Uh, you are listening to your tech report. Don't forget to connect. Don't forget to connect with us. It is at your tech report on all our social media. Our email address is contact at your tech report.com. And of course, don't forget to check out Squarespace with the promo code YTR to get 10% off your subscription. If you're looking to create captivating online presence, Mitchell, it's easier than ever. You can design a stunning website, showcase your passion, your personality, Promo code YTR to get 10% off right your tech now. Exclusively oh, yeah. here. That's us. YTR. Yeah. That's us. Okay, let's tech. take a quick break and come back. And don't forget Harmon coming up on today's show. Your tech report will be right back. 
It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate. Kids, I'm your eager beaver. And I'm Mr. Grizzly. If you love politics or hate politics, then have we the perfect, perfect podcast, podcast for you. you. The True North Eager Beaver. Incisive political commentary. We keep you up to date and give you the political and media literacy you see. To help you cut through the bovine fecal matter. Facts first. Sound analysis. Sometimes I growl. Sometimes I sass. We impart civics and build community. And we share some laughs along the way. Being informed and engaged has never been more fabulous. Or sexy. Catch us on, on the Dean Blundell Network or on our YouTube channel or wherever you get your podcasts. Because, because democracy, democracy is, is something, something you do. do.